Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Katrina Stewart. Three people have died in a shooting on the main campus of the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, the bloodshed ending with the suspect dead. Authorities have not yet released the identity of the victims, nor whether the gunman was killed by police or took his own life. As the shooting started, the university sent out an alert to students to run, hide or fight. Marco Lau is a third-year student at the University of Las Vegas. I was just I was just hoping to get away alive at that point like because it was it was loud, like it sounded like it was right there. And uh, when I seen the cops with their guns, I knew it was it was serious, so I just wanted to get out, you know, make it alive. That's it. Las Vegas previously suffered America's most deadly mass shooting in October of 2017 when a gunman opened fire from the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay Hotel onto a crowd of concertgoers below, killing 60 and injuring more than 850 others. A landmark review into the National Disability Insurance Scheme has found Australia's disability support system is too reliant on the scheme resulting in limited choice and control for users. The independent report released today was commissioned by the government to look at the scheme's ongoing effectiveness as costs surge at an unsustainable 14% per year. It found the government had become too reliant on the NDIS as the dominant or only source of support for people living with disability and recommends the creation of foundational supports available for all Australians with disability, regardless of whether they are on the NDIS. Some of these supports are to be provided through schools and childcare centres, and their costs would be funded in a 50-50 split with the states. The states and territories have also agreed to boost their contribution to the NDIS, with the government aiming to cap the scheme's growth at 8%. Deputy Liberal leader Susan Lee has called on the Albanese government to apologise to Australians as Labor looks to detain recently released non-citizens from immigration detention who may pose a risk to community safety. The government is not revealing how many foreigners could end up behind bars under laws to set up a preventative detention regime which passed the parliament yesterday. A 45-year-old man became the fourth former detainee to be charged with fresh offences after he allegedly broke the curfew of his visa conditions and stole luggage from Melbourne Airport. The government has been scrambling to respond to the High Court's decision, which overturned 20 years of legal precedent to rule indefinite detention unlawful. Attorney-General Mark Dreyfus refused to apologise to Australians over the release of the detainees. I will not be apologising for upholding the law, I will not be apologising for pursuing the rule of law and I will not be apologising for acting... Do not interrupt. I will not be apologising for acting in accordance with a High Court decision. Your question is an absurd one. The Arab group says it's in the final stages of submitting a draft resolution to the United Nations Security Council that calls for a ceasefire in Gaza. Riyad Mansour is the Palestinian ambassador to the United Nations. We cannot move further uh, without having uh, the Security Council shouldering its responsibility and to uh, act or react to a draft resolution calling for a ceasefire. We are in the final moments of uh, fine-tuning the language 
we might be in a position to announce to you maybe before the end of the day of a step in that direction to be taken place before the end of this week. Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas spoke with U.S. officials earlier in the day and stressed the need for greater American involvement in ending the war. Mr Mansour says the Arab group met with Karim Khan, the prosecutor of the International Criminal Court, and urged him to visit Gaza to see the destruction and plight of the people. Tropical cyclone Jasper has been upgraded to a Category 3 system and is expected to strengthen further as it moves towards the Queensland coast. Jasper is forecast to reach high-end Category 4 intensity later today and possibly Category 5 tonight, the Bureau of Meteorology says in its latest forecast. Our current best forecast advice suggests it's more likely to affect Queensland north of Mackay and less likely to affect Queensland south of Mackay. But this is a good reminder for everyone along that Queensland coast to check your tropical cyclone plan. Have a think. What would you do if Jasper did end up heading your way? Over the weekend, Jasper is likely to weaken, but will remain as a tropical cyclone next week. Jasper is not only the first tropical cyclone of the season, but is believed to be the first to form off Australia in December during an El Nino. That was SBS News in Easy English. I'm Katrina Stewart.